Did you ever wake up and say I was born for more? Well, the answer is yes, you are. We live in a world where we're faced with everyday challenges. This podcast is created for you, the listener, to hear a story of captivation and motivation to bring you to your fullest potential. We welcome you to be a part of this transformation. I am your host, Melissa Alves, but my friends call me Melly with the power within where together we can discover your greatest purpose. Hello, hello. I want to welcome Kelly Hutchinson. She is a teacher, counselor, life coach, wife, and a mom of Grady and Lily. Kelly is the creator of the Parenting Bootcamp since 2014. She will be sharing her journey of parenting and how to find harmony in your home. Welcome. Welcome, Kelly. Thank I'm so you. excited. Thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad to have you today. We are so excited to share with our listeners your journey. Please share with us um, a little bit about yourself. Well, my, like she said, my name is Kelly Hutchison, and I... Um, used to be a teacher and a counselor in the schools. And now I feel like I'm doing that from home, just doing it virtually. And so I had a very long journey to become a parent. We struggled in fertility. We did IVF. I've been pregnant five times. We have two children. Like it just was such a long journey of six years of just waiting and praying and hoping and so much struggle and so much pain. It brought my husband and I closer in the process, but we didn't know if this was ever going to happen. And it was, quote, unquote, my fault why we couldn't get pregnant. So I had a lot of insecurities, a lot of broken feelings, a lot of shame, a lot of guilt that I carried with me into motherhood. Because being a counselor and a teacher and working with all the difficult students that I had and uh, like all the different varieties of children in three different schools and at all the different age groups, I felt like parenting itself was going to be kind of easy for me because I had so much experience with kids. I had kids throwing chairs at me. I had kids spitting at me. I, I had all the things, especially as a counselor. I saw very, very high behavior needs. Then I became a behavior specialist. And so I saw all the things and I was able to help so many families because I was able to see it for what it was and have that perspective. And so I thought because I had so much experience that our, our struggle was in becoming parents. But once we were parents, it was going to be a lot easier for me. I had kind of a leg up, so to speak on what I saw so many parents struggling with because I had all this experience. And I am just here to say that my kids were born in 2008, 2010, and I did nothing but struggle and struggle and cry myself to sleep with mommy guilt. And I felt not good enough almost every single day. And I would tell my husband, David, over and over and over, I think I'm a better counselor and teacher than I am a mom. There is something that they need that I cannot give them. I don't know why, but it's just not connecting. And so it led me on this path because I was in all so much pain and so much guilt and so much shame and wanting to be the perfect mom and thinking it was going to be easy, that it led me on this path of self-discovery. And I started reading books and I had all the tips and tools. But once I read the book, The Conscious Parent by Dr. Shafali, it literally hit me like a lightning bolt in this exact room. I was doing weights with when I was listening to her on this Bluetooth and it was hit me so hard that I almost dropped the weights on my head because it was just like this awakening upon awakening. And I have, and so I started implementing these strategies and this mindset with my kids. And it was like overnight I had different children, but nothing changed. Only I changed the way in which I was seeing them. So it's been a path since 2013, 2014, when they were like 
five and three, I would say, is when I discovered this and I have been paying it forward passionately and obsessively ever since because I just feel so responsible to give this gift to other people. That's amazing. Now, you, you mentioned um, six years of trying to be having a child, right? Yes. Um, yes. How was that? How did that impact you and your husband in those times? A lot of times when, when husbands and wives go through struggle, it can do one of two things. You either turn towards each other in pain or you turn away from each other. And we've had things, seasons in our marriage where we turned away. But during infertility is when we turn towards each other and we lean on each other and it made us so much stronger. So I'm so thankful for that journey. We were married. We were ready to have kids right when we got married. We were actually married for six years until we had our first child. And it was such a gift in hindsight because we had that time. We had so much struggle and so much pain. But they always say that strength is built in the struggle. Yes. So I look back on that now with so much fondness, so much gratitude, so much thankfulness because it's not only made us stronger as a couple, but literally every single day we see as a gift and we can't believe that this is our life. Even in the messy moments, we're like, thank you. We will never complain about anything because complaining is draining to the soul. And so we, because we went through all that struggle, we now see the little things. So when they're playing basketball in the driveway or they leave their bikes in the yard, we're like, thank you for that bike in the yard. Or we're doing laundry and there's so much. We're like, thank you that we get to fold these clothes. So gratitude is literally mirrored and uh, sprinkled and strung into all that we do because we went through so much struggle. Uh, I believe it. I believe it. Every child is a blessing and yes. you have two beautiful blessings. Uh, yes. um, we're going to be sharing later on about your, your podcast. And I, I listened today to Lily and oh. she, she is a doll and, and hearing her. And I'm so glad that you, that you have her on there because she can connect with other kids that are, mm -hmm. had, are going through the same thing or had gone through the same thing. And, you know, mm -hmm. she can guide them as well. So it's, it's right. awesome. Uh, awesome, awesome. So now, when in your career did you decide, mm -hmm. okay, I, I, I want to back up from counselor, teacher, and I want to focus on this? Right. Well, I was just so burnt out from the hamster wheel. I was literally leaving at 630 in the morning because if my kids saw me before they, that I left, for, they saw me when they woke up. I had to leave before they woke up, even though I had to be at school until 730. I would like have to escape out of my own house. They saw the whites of my eyes. They would cry and scream and mommy, mommy, mommy. And then my husband would have to deal with the cleanup because he brought them both to school. And so I was like, I was sneaking out of my own house. And not seeing the whites of their eyes until sometimes five, six o'clock every single night. And I was so burnt out on kids all day long of like kids throwing chairs and all that emotional bandwidth was given to the children that I was so calm and so patient and so caring and doing interventions and bringing in parents in and bringing in DCF. And I was doing all the things that when I got home, I had nothing left in the tank for David, for myself, for my kids. They'd ask me for a glass of water. I'd be like, really? Like I was... So burnt to the crisp that I was like, I have got to do something about this because I loved what I did in the schools before I had kids. And I loved what I did after I had kids. I just missed my own kids so much. And if I had a parent teacher night or an open house, there were days that I would go the entire day. They would be asleep when I left the house and they'd be asleep when I got home. And I'm like, this needs to change. So I found entrepreneur world. 
And I was like, wait a minute, are you kidding me? I can actually do this around their schedule. And this was six years ago. It was so freeing to me to know that I was in this cage like a bird that I wanted to sing, I wanted to shout, I wanted to do all the things, but I was in this cage and I couldn't get out and I didn't even know that there was even a key. And so it was, I felt like I had this choice of like either live the gerbil wheel, hamster wheel, and like totally starve my soul and my husband's soul. We were so burnt out. Or I could stay home and raise the kids, but then we're all stressed about money all the time. My husband's eyes were bugging out from stress about money. I'm like, neither of these feel okay to me. So I found the win-win of entrepreneurship and I was like, oh my goodness, why isn't everybody doing this? Because now I can still scratch the itch of what I was doing in the school, except I can do it around their schedule. Spending so when I pick them up, yeah, when I pick them up, this is the energy in which I'm picking them up. They're like, chill out, mom. Or no. I was like, get in the car. We got to go home. We got to do books. We got. I was so burned out <laughs> that I could, yeah, I had nothing left in the tank for them. And I'm like, we worked so hard to have these kids and now I can't even enjoy them the way I want to enjoy them. Right. And, and I'm sure that our listeners can relate to that feeling drained and not only you, you as a teacher, but other, other parents that are working and yeah. um, struggle with those long hours and then they mm. have to come home and they continue the work with their children. And that's, not I the, it, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not the best of them, you know? And, right. um, and I can relate, I can definitely relate to you. They were always getting, they weren't getting the best of me. They were always getting the rest of me. And I actually told David, I'm like, I think I need to go into banking or something because I can't do kids all day. And then there's two little ones at home. Like, he's like, you cannot do banking. And I'm like, I know. I'm just trying to say like, I need to do something different that doesn't drain me to my core and then expect to, you know, be the amazing wife and have dinner and snuggle with him and be the patient mom who reads 17. Like, I can't do all the things. So I always felt like something was always suffering. And so now I feel like all the baskets are so full and this is my energy all the time because I don't feel so depleted and my soul is not tired. I could sleep for six weeks when I was on that, but my soul was tired. So sleep was not the problem. It was my soul was being sucked dry every single day of the, the hamster wheel, which I call it. Right. And a lot of us are in that hamster wheel and mm -hmm. we want, we're crying out to get out. So, yeah. so tell us, you said that you, you found entrepreneurship. What did you do when you started? Well, first I started with helping people lose weight. That was because I, we always, whatever you want to help people the most is something you struggled in. You've either gone through it or you're still in it. You're on the other side of it. And now you're looking back like, oh my gosh, I can help you. There are things that you don't need to live like this because I used to live like that. And I didn't realize so much suffering was, I was causing my own suffering. So I started with weight loss and I lost weight and I felt amazing. I was doing cartwheels with my kids in public. I had all this energy. I was eating right. I was addicted to my
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Power Within, where your story can make an impact on another person's life. If you enjoyed what you heard, scroll down and leave me a raving review. Oh yeah, and don't forget, if you're not subscribed, hit the button and do it now so you won't miss out on our weekly episodes.